1: is all about how to discover your divine blueprint for happiness. And I'm really excited to have a friend and a very special guest with me, Allison Larson. Let me tell you all about Allison. She is a highly sought-after speaker, mentor, TV host, and the author of the book, Soul Intuition. She's considered to be one of the world's leading intuition experts. She's been featured on many TV shows, and she even worked with the White House. So that's pretty cool. She enjoys teaching people all over the world, how to find greater health, happiness, and fulfillment by looking within to discover their divine blueprint for happiness. She's a mother of four, and she understands the importance of work life balance. Welcome, Allison. Is there anything else
2: you'd like to add? Oh, thank you so much, Nancy. Um, one thing that you forgot to mention is that I'm also a chocolate lover. A chocolate lover, dark or ch- milk? Definitely dark. So um, I, I like to throw that in there. I feel like you know maybe there's somebody out there that might be able to identify with that.
1: Absolutely. Do you ever eat those little Dove candies with the little oh sayings my
2: gosh. inside? Yes, and one of my favorite things is to read what's on the inside of the wrapper. I always feel like it's a fortune cookie or something. I'm getting know, my fortune <laughs> for the day. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Sometimes I even put them on my wall if it's really inspiring. But awesome. Yes, well, thank idea. you so much for taking time out of your day. I'm gonna ask all sorts of fun questions. Feel free to jump in if you've got something that I missed at the end. Sound good? Sounds great. Thank you, Nancy. Perfect. Let's start with your current TV show, which is doing super well. I hear there's some some talks about it going even bigger. Can you share about that and where people can watch it? Yeah, so
2: our TV show is called Inside Out, and we actually have versions of it on YouTube. It airs on a cable network station to Riverside County, California. So if there's any listeners down in Riverside County, California, it airs on Saturday morning, Bios Channel 45. If you aren't down in Riverside, then you can find the Inside Out TV show On YouTube, and I would love to have people go and look at that show and be inspired. The whole theme behind our show is really helping to inspire people to gain confidence from the inside out. Awesome. What kind of topics do you talk about? I think there's other hosts as well, right? (laughs) Yes. Well, our most controversial and popular segment so far was actually on bras and panties. Um, (laughs) It was hilarious because uh, my co-host and I both commute in to do this show. We have three co-hosts. One was there. Two of us commute in. The last time she commuted in, she had this, this Uber driver, and he was about 45 years old. And he says, you know, you look really familiar. And she said, "We'll I have a TV show down here. It's called the Inside Out TV show. And he said, I love that show. My wife and I just watched it. And she said, what's your favorite part? And he said, my favorite segment was on bras and panties. So we've <laughs> <you've> got <laughs> people all over there talking about it. We have three of us on the show, three things that we focus on. We focus on soul, body, and image. So I am the soul expert and I help people really find that confidence from the inside. We dig deep. We talk about things and tools that people can use to really create that confidence. And again, like I talk about in my book, Discover Their Divine Blueprint for Success and Happiness. My co-host, Lorena Joy Stewart, beautiful, beautiful woman. She has been down in Hollywood for about five years, has done a lot of red carpet events, um, works with, with stars down there. She talks about body image and she's been around it all. And one of the things she noticed is that people really do struggle with body image. Even though these they're famous, a lot of the people she works with, if they don't view themselves as good enough or they have body image issues, it can really, really affect their confidence and their self esteem. So she helps on the show. She talks about nutrition, she'll talk about exercising. But really what it comes down to is she helps people have a healthy view of their own bodies. And then we have Eugenia Bataglia. And this woman, oh, my gosh, she's, if you can imagine, she's from Portugal. She's, you know, your quintessential Portuguese woman. And she, uh, she just is really fiery. She's my stylist. I actually had hired her as my stylist before she came on the show, and she really did work wonders with me in creating an image that made me my own best business card. So that's what she does on our show is she helps people with their, their outer image. So we have clients come on that get makeovers, and uh, they work with all three of us, and then they come on the show, and we really spotlight them and spotlight their business and what they're doing for the world. So that's one component. And then the other component is we also find people who are working to make the world a better place, either through their businesses. We have had mentors. We've had coaches on there. We've had people with nonprofits. We've had people with uh, health food companies come on the show, and they tell about what they do and how people can really move forward in their life and improve. And so that's the other thoughts of our show that we focus on. That's amazing.
1: And I was trying to get down there to get this month on the show, but we're going to have to reschedule that due to timing, right? Yep, yep. So the bra and panty section, is that kind of like boxers or
2: briefs? (laughs) Well, here's the thing, and this is something I learned from Eugenia. And is it okay if I get a little personal with you here? Yeah, absolutely. Just so you know, we're in 50 countries, so um, you're getting personal with the globe. Okay. Okay. Everybody listening, please keep this a secret. <laughs> no, um, I'm fine sharing this. I actually, when I first started working with Eugenia, one of my biggest problems was I didn't have a bra that fit right. And we started looking and researching and found that about 80% of women from what we could tell from our research don't have bras that fit properly. And if we're talking about dressing from the inside out, we're talking about what's underneath. I mean, talk about something that's really important. She is a big proponent of getting a bra that fits properly. And one of the things we talked about on the show is it's so easy. You can go down to any local department store, a high-quality department store, and they usually have people that are trained to help you with your bra fitting. And I actually went through this process with her and found out I was wearing completely the wrong size was able to get sized right, and I feel so much better. The other thing she did for me, and here's the panties section. You ready? Hopefully everybody has their pens and papers. They can write this down. You want to get your bra fitting. This was a huge, huge secret that I didn't know about. Um, maybe you know about them, Nancy. They're called Spanx. Spanx? Have you ever did heard you about Spanx? Yeah. My sister told me about it. I haven't bought them, but I heard about them. Well, I'm pretty thin and I've always had this misconception that Spanx, which is, you know, kind of spandex are for people that maybe are a little bit heavier that want to, you know, have a little bit more of an hourglass figure, and I really don't have that concern. But she introduced me to Spanx, and they get rid of all the lines. All the lines under your dresses, under your pants. So uh, I, I was really thankful for that. So those were the two big tips from our bra and panty section. Although I do have to say there's a warning here. If anybody does go and get Spanx, if you get the one piece, you're going to both be loving and hating me about the middle of the day when you have to go to the bathroom and get completely undressed. So <laughs> other than that, I, I love them.
1: That's fair warning. Well, I was recently in the airport and I actually passed a Spanx store. And I was like, wow, what a weird place to actually have it. But I know they're in, oh, nice. in everyday malls <laughs> as well. Listeners don't have to run down to the airport if if you're by a mall. Hey, let's uh, talk about, you just got back from a amazing conference. I think it's called ICON. Can you tell us about mm-hmm. that? So,
2: yeah, Icon Builder Media was the conference I went down to in Orange County. And they uh, have really helped me. I became a client of theirs about six months ago. And personally, in my life, I went from a reach of about uh, 100 to maybe 1,000 people to a reach of this month about 10 million people. And so they've really helped me make make me an icon in my industry, uh, helped me launch a book. Helps me get on TV programs, also helped me get my own TV program, which I just told you about. And they've just really supported me and helped me in gaining, um, creating a lot of connections. So the boot camp I went down to was a great uh, networking event. I brought several people with me. And it also was a great informational event for anybody who is looking to write books, looking for tips on the website. And in fact, is it okay if I pass along something that I learned there with the people who are listening? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so hopefully you still have your pen and your piece of paper because this tip has completely changed my life. It's called HARO.com, H-A-R-O. It stands for Help a Reporter Out, H-A-R-O.com. And you can go on to that website and you register on the website. And then people who are looking for different types of articles to be published, post on there. So my husband has been looking for articles for me to write about, and I've been published now twice in the Huffington Post. He actually was on there the other day, and he saw that somebody was looking for an article on relationships and how husbands support their wives in their business. And he thought, well, I'll just write a little something on there. So he responded, and they actually called him and did an interview. And he didn't know who it was. They don't, pu- they don't put on there oftentimes who it is. And he got done with the interview, and the lady said, well, we really like to publish you and talk about you in an upcoming article. He said, sure. Uh, what, what's your publication? They said the New York Times. So it really is a great way for anybody who's looking to get their name out. And uh, this company has, has just been integral in my life, and they've worked with a lot of, of famous people, helping them to get their, their branding out and become icons in their industry. I am
1: so glad to hear you say this. Here's something you probably don't know about me, Allison. I have a book on Amazon called How to Get Free Publicity Using Hero. Are you serious? I have no
2: idea, Nancy. How funny.
1: yeah, I speak on this topic all the time. I've been in New York, mm-hmm. California, here in Denver, because it's such an amazing tool, and people are not aware of it. So congratulations for getting picked up. And I'm going to ask you, have you put the logos that you've been picked up in on your website, Allison? You, know, um, you betcha. Centos?
2: Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, uh, you betcha. And that's definitely one thing I learned. And you know, Nancy, we really should get you at least connected with this icon builder. You guys – I bet you could could have a lot of good connections through them if this is something you do because they talk about it. They could probably be coming and speak. I know that's a, p- a personal conversation for later, but I just get really excited about helping people grow their product and, and make good connections. So I agree. We'll, we'll
1: definitely talk offline for that. So when I speak on Harrow and teach on that, one of the things I do is try to beat the last person's record. Like the first person didn't get picked up for two weeks. Next person, you know, it was like 13 days, 12. And then one person left my seminar and got picked up in an hour and like 53 minutes. I'm like, okay, that's going to be hard.
2: Hard to Well, you need to talk because I'm really competitive and I like to do, But I think I was pronouncing wrong. haro.com. and um, yeah, I would love to hear. And I know this is is about me, but what is your what is your number one tip? Because oftentimes it's taken me longer. And in fact, one of my Huffington Post um, articles was actually found by my publicist and not through them. So l- tell me what's your what's your number one tip for getting picked up
1: quickly through them. Well, you know what? I am going to send you a free copy of my book. And my number awesome. one tip, if, so afterwards, we're not going to get your address on this podcast. But okay. Yeah, okay. But we'll get it afterwards, and I will send you, send you an autographed copy. I also have a whole chapter of this in my group coaching. But my number one tip is you have to respond within 15 minutes of getting the email. And that's because mm. so many people respond that after 15 minutes, the reporters have – most what they need. And these are not just writers on Huffington Post. These are TV people, radio stations, books, podcasts, Mm -hmm. all sorts of media looking for help. So you've got to be fast. Um, I'm going to give two tips. My second tip is have pre-written queries already ready to go, because by the time you read it and craft a response, 15 minutes goes by super fast. So in your industry, especially yours, Allison, you know what people are going to ask about intuition. Probably you can come up with three or four topics, right? Right if you pre-script those queries, that way when, they, when the email comes in, you've already got it ready to go and you just tweak it for that particular. Pretty good tips, huh? Great tips, and I can't wait to get your book. Thank you so much, Nancy. Oh, absolutely. So let's go back to you. This has been kind of fun. I, I'm, I'm just excited about Harrow as well. Um, huh. Let's talk about intuition since you are an okay. expert in that. What's a common myth about that that you can help listeners get over right now? Yeah, you know, I think
2: the biggest myth about that is when it comes to intuition that it's something that's woo-woo. Do you know what I mean? Kind of out there? Yeah, yeah. People
1: think of that. And tell us how to get over that. Yeah, well, I think it's just
2: perspective. All it is is perspective. And I think another way to say it is it's that sixth sense. And especially when we're talking about entrepreneurs or people who are wanting to grow their business That is so integral. It's such an important part of your business. And is it okay if I share with you an example that actually involves you? Of course. So when we met, we were in India. Nancy and I were at the Women's Economic Forum in India. And the day we met Nancy, I was supposed to be at the Taj Mahal. Now, I'm in India, three hours away from one of the seven wonders of the world, right? And I thought... You know, I was, I was going to be speaking on a panel that day, but as you know, it wasn't a big deal if you didn't come. I wasn't the main speaker. I thought, I'm just going to skip out on my panel and go with the group of people I came with to the Taj Mahal. Well, the night before, I got this feeling. If, if some people say it's, you know, your voice in your head. Sometimes it's a feeling. Sometimes it's a thought. And for everybody, it's different. Part of that is learning to identify your intuition. But I got an intuitive feeling that I was supposed to stay at the conference. So I did, and it was the day that I stayed that I met you. And I also had three or four other amazing experiences and meetings with people that have changed the course of my life. And I'm so thankful that I listened to that intuitive thought. Now, would it have been awesome to go to the Taj Mahal? Absolutely. But it would have been a cool one-time experience. And because I listened to my intuition, my life is going in a certain direction and my business is growing in a certain way that it never would have had I not listened to that intuition. So I think that's one myth. I'm going to give you another myth. Another myth is that there's a one-size-fits-all answer for everything. Some people think, okay, there's about to be a one-size-fits-all answer for everything, but there's not. There is no one-size-fits-all answer for your happiness and success. You have a unique blueprint inside of you that's made up of your individual talents, your experiences, and the things that you're passionate about that are unique to you and are different from anybody else. So really, if you learn how to tap into that, and one suggestion that I would give to everybody is to write the acronym PEG on a piece of paper, P, E, G. P stands for passions, E stands for experiences, and G stands for gifts or talents that you have. If you can make a list of each of those and start looking at how they might work together, you'll find, you'll find in that a key to both your success and your happiness.
1: That's awesome. Two-for-one tips, huh? Yep, there you go. You gave me two, I gave you two back. That's awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that I just took this four day NLP training. It wasn't mm-hmm. even on my radar. The whole reason I signed up, it was an incredible price, and my friend was flying in from LA, who I haven't seen for a year, so I thought, great to learn something and be next to her. Well, she had a cancel, and I already paid, so I went anyway. But the weirdest thing is, I was driving home last night, and they talked about intuition, just like you did, and following your gut. And I saw this teenager with his bike in the middle of the street and he was next to a minivan. He slapped the minivan, screeched away and I was like, What just happened? Did it hit? Was it a parent kicked their son out of the house? Was he fighting with his wow. girlfriend? Like, what's going on? Something was wrong. And I debated calling the police and all of a sudden I found my car doing a U turn and coming back to this, you know, young man and saying, Hey, are you okay? Do you need some help? And I don't even know where it came from. It was like a gut feeling. Yeah. And um I mean, the kid was shaking and he's like, that car almost hit me. It kind of tapped my bike and, and, um, you know, I stayed with him for a while, but then I think he was a little embarrassed and recovered and he's like, I'm fine. I just have a mile to ride home. I have to tell you, I don't know what made me turn around my
2: car. Would you classify that as intuition? Yes, definitely, definitely. And, you know, it's it's that, that thing that we get before logic comes into play. It's that feeling that we get, you know, that that feeling that you get that you try and talk yourself out of. So had you waited a little bit longer, had you not followed that instinct right away, you may have thought, well, it might embarrass him. I don't really know him. Do I need to stop? But the thing is, Nancy, is that living your life intuitively is such a beautiful thing. And I will tell you what it's done for me. It's helped me to grow so much as a person, it's helped me to grow so much in my business because I don't even second-guess that thought that comes anymore. If I am in a, at an event and I meet somebody, and the next day I get that thought call them. I call them. I don't think, well, it hasn't been long enough or I didn't schedule an appointment. I just do it. And it always seems like those little thoughts, that intuition never lets me down. There's always some reason why I'm doing it, some reason why why I'm moving forward. And what a beautiful example you shared And thinking about what a huge blessing you were in that boy's life. So thank you for being brave enough to follow your intuition. It felt good. And he actually said,
1: hey, you just made my day. (laughs) I mean, like what a funny thing to say. And I said, do you want me just?" I said, he's like, you can go. I said, no, I'm just going to hang here with my flashes on for a while. I just feel like sitting here. So you can sit here with me or you can ride home. He's like, I think I'll just stay with you for a while. But um, yeah, he was fine. So um, it's just a little scary when you have those kind of things. So I bet all of this is in your book. Do you want to talk about soul intuition?
2: Yes, I would love to talk about soul intuition. And first of all, I want to gift everybody that's listening something. I want to gift them a portion of my book that will talk about intuition. It's really simple and easy to get this. Simply go to soulintuition.com, and that's S-O-U-L, intuition, Dot com and you enter your name and email address, and I will send you some free information for my book. It's information on how to really tap into your intuition. And if anybody wants to order the book, it's on Amazon, or you can order it right through the site. And let me tell you a little bit about who this book is right for and who might want to order this book. This book is for people who really want to develop and discover their God-given gifts so that they can fulfill their divine potential and monetize their passion. So, Nancy, have you ever in your life felt like there was more that you could be offering the world? Oh,
1: yeah. I think everyone feels that at one time or another until they figure it out, right? Right.
2: I mean, I think we all, you know, have at one point or another, like you said, just have that feeling like there was more we were supposed to be doing, more we could be offering, some greater purpose, that maybe we weren't tapping into. Well, this book is for those people who want to use their purpose, find their mission, discover their passions, and really be able to capitalize on it. Information I give in this book, this is the information I've been using with my clients for years. Um, I work with people all over the world. I work with leaders uh, many times. I've worked with people who uh, are housewives. I've worked with people who are you know just starting out business, people who have thousands of followers, all kinds of people. And everybody's found that this helps them find that blueprint and fulfill their, their divine mission even more. So let me give you a little, a little uh, hint of what this book might be about. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a part of a chapter. One of the things that I talk about in there is really becoming a lighthouse instead of a sponge. So for example you know, we all get in situations where we feel like we start to absorb that ick in the world around us. Do you know what I'm talking about? You start to feel stressed or you start to feel like you are taking on other people's ick. And it may be people in your family. It may be people in your workplace. Whoever it is, you start to be influenced by them and maybe their negativity, or maybe it's not even negativity. Maybe it's just somebody who doesn't have the same vision that you have and you feel like you're being influenced in a certain way that's not helping you to reach your full potential. Well, when you're a lighthouse and when you learn how to become a lighthouse, then you are able to be solid in what your divine purpose is and you're able to share that with others. So you go from being influenced to being the influencer, being the one who who helps bring that light to other people who stands, who shines, radiates. And when you can learn how to do that, when you stop worrying about what other people are thinking of you or worrying about what they're doing, and you just start to be that lighthouse for people, you are confident in who you are, you know your mission, you know your purpose, and you're able to share that with the world, that is when you really can feel like when you go to bed at night, like you've made a difference in the world, like you've influenced people for good, you've contributed to society. That
1: is awesome. So are there uh, exercise and workbooks and things like that in the book?
2: There are some quizzes in the book that you can take, uh, quizzes that help you determine your self-image, quizzes that help you determine how much are you really tapped into your soul intuition Um, I also at the end of each chapter give an action step something that you can do to actually implement the things that you've learned because I'm a big proponent of wisdom over knowledge and wisdom is when you're able to apply what you've learned to better your life awesome great advice and thank you for being
1: generous with the listeners so they can get bits and pieces of that do you want to repeat your website one more time
2: soulintuition.com and that's S-O-U-L and then intuition.com. Perfect. Hey, two fun questions. One, like you
1: said, we both met at the Women's Economic Forum in New Delhi, India. What were some of your takeaways since we had so many women for, from over 100 countries? You know, uh, if
2: it's okay, I'll, sh- I'll share with you two takeaways. That seems to be the magic number of the day, so I'm just going to go with it too. <laughs> and uh, these are more of how I felt than specifics of what I gained as far as pieces of information. And the first thing that just struck me was the power that was there when people for a common cause come together to really better the planet. And that's the feeling I was expressing to you before, Nancy, about helping people in their businesses, helping people gain the connections they need and the growth that they need. Um, That's what I do in my personal mentoring and coaching. But it's also what I do for friends and people that I come across that I feel like have a really good message. I just love to connect them because there was such a power as we were there at that conference. I felt
1: it. Did you feel it? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe how many people came together and what we can do as a team versus alone.
2: Yeah, it was just amazing. So that was one of my takeaways is, is that unity, that purpose, what happens when people come together in a common cause. Number two, I'll share with you an experience. And um, this was perhaps less about the conference and more about a personal experience I had in my own life, but it's one that I feel my intuition is telling me I should share it this time, so I'm going to go with it. Um, I woke up one morning at this conference amongst some of these great women leaders in the world, amongst these powerhouse women, so thankful that I was there, that I had the opportunity to be at that event. And then I opened my laptop and I looked at my emails because as you know, morning, early morning in in the, the location where we were in India is about afternoon here. So I opened up my laptop and I looked and that's when I saw my email inviting me to be on Fox and Friends. Followed immediately by another email with some opportunities to reach millions of people. And I was immediately filled with gratitude again for being where I was but for the opportunities that were coming my way. And as I sat there so full of gratitude, suddenly my mind reflected back to the day before. We have, we were going to the market to buy some saris. For those of you who don't know what saris are, they're that fancy Indian dress, which is actually a piece of fabric that's really complicated to try and put on. I showed video of myself trying to put it on. Um, so I may have asked for some help. But we were going, a group of us were going to market to get these saris. And we were stopped at a stoplight. And the traffic is, is crazy there. They'll have... Three lanes um, designated on the road, but about five lanes of cars. Really, the lines, the traffic patterns, just a, a mere suggestion. So I was there, lots of traffic. I was in the fancy car, in the fancy car, just waiting at the stoplight. And I look over to the side of the road, my first time in a developing country, and I see a mother and her children in obvious poverty. And this mother sends this 10 year old boy, about the same age as my own 10 year old out into the road and he runs over to our car and, you know, mama bear is kicking in like, ah, oh, I get him out of the road. But he comes over and he knocks on my window and he's asking for money. And I looked in his eyes and for the first time I experienced poverty, Nancy. I just, I, I saw this boy and I saw so much greatness in his eyes, but I knew he was in poverty and I knew that no matter how much amount of what, what amount of money I had on me that I could give him at that time? It wouldn't change his circumstances. So as I sat there thinking about the many wonderful opportunities that I had coming up, and I thought about all the people I could reach, I knew no matter how many people I reached, I would never be able to reach or change that one boy's circumstances. And I immediately started to ponder and started to pray in my heart you know, God, what do you want from me? If you will give me this opportunity to reach all these people and I can't change the life of this little boy. And I remember he said to me in that voice that I got, what I heard is, just make the best use of all the time that you have and everybody a place in your path. So I was able to commit right there and then that everything that I do, whenever I have the privilege of sharing my message like today, going to give my 100% and I'm going to speak from my heart. I'm going to do my best to help the people that are placed in my path. And uh, hopefully there will be somebody someday in that little boy's life who will do the same for him. So that was probably my biggest takeaway from that whole experience.
1: Wow, what a powerful moment. Yeah, we can reach as many people as we can, but it's never ending. You know, there's always one more that we, we still need to go for. As a group. So thank you for sharing that. I know that was a pretty deep experience, especially when you have a child near the same age.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, was.
1: Good for you for being on Fox and Friends. Has that happened yet or is it coming up?
2: Nope, it's coming up. So uh, watch for me. I'm sure I'll put more details on my website as soon as I know about it or recording afterwards. So I am looking forward to that opportunity.
1: Very cool. Hey, let's wrap up with one fun question, and I ask this to everybody. It's my standard question. If you had one more hour in your day, Allison, how would you spend it? One
2: more hour in my day. You know, Nancy, immediately what comes to my head is, well, I should say, you know, I spend more time with my kids. I should say this. I should say that. But if I'm really being honest with myself, if I had one more hour in my day, I think I would designate that hour to whatever intuitively I feel led to do. And some days that might be taking a bath, some days that might be spending time with my kids, sometimes it might be focusing on on work and on getting my message out to the world. And I'm glad you asked that because I'll I'll leave you with one tip as well. Um, Something that I do is every night before bed, I create an intention. I ask a question. How can I grow my business, for example? And then I sleep all night, let my subconscious work on it. And when I wake up the next morning, I grab my phone or a pad of paper and a pen that I keep right by my bed, and I write down the first thought that comes to my mind, an action step for the day. And it's really been fun to see how these action steps seem to come out of nowhere and sometimes seem to make no sense, but have really helped me to answer those questions that I ask at night and to, to create the things in my life that I have the intention of creating. So if I had an extra hour, I would spend it doing that. What a cool routine! I know I've got a gratitude
1: practice that I do every morning. And in the NLP training, they talked about the last thing you think about at night is what you dream about. I'm going to test your theory out. See if it works for me yeah. as well. That's a really cool Gosh, routine. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome.
2: I've gotten some amazing inspiration and guidance that way. That you know, I think your brain just working all night. You've got these ideas deep down in your subconscious. You know, it's like you're your blueprint for divine happiness. And you just got to dig them up a little bit. So sleeping cool. is a great way to do that. Awesome. Hey, is there
1: anything else you wanted to add that I didn't cover? I
2: would I would like to offer my email address to anybody who is wanting a one of the following things for me. And really this is just my offering to you. Um, if anybody is interested in being on my TV show and reaching over a million viewers down in Southern California. If you feel like you have a product or service to offer that can better the world, I would be glad to talk to you about that opportunity to be on that show. So you can email me about that. Um, another thing that I would like to offer is if there's anybody out there that would, would really like just a 20-minute call with me, and would like to discuss what are some ways, what are some connections I have that may be able to help you and some resources that I have that can help you. And you can email me and request that 20-minute call as well, and I can have my assistant set that up for you. So again, information about being on the TV show or just a 20-minute call for me. Just, I love to connect with people, just a one-on-one call. And again, I just believe that the right people will be placed in my path. So my email address is Allison at soulintuition.com, and my name is spelled A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Allison, at soulintuition.com. Awesome. That's a real generous offer, too.
1: People are getting all sorts of goodies on this podcast today, huh? I know. Well,
2: I also believe in the law of, of gratitude and abundance, so I truly believe that the more that we can give to each other and serve each other, that the more we'll gain from this life.
1: Absolutely. Allison, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show today. It's been fun, interesting, lots of good stuff. Listeners, I will be starting as a business expert on the Executive Talk TV show here in Denver. I will be the guest business expert on the last Tuesday of every month, and I'll have lots of topics and advice. So it's actually called Where Are You Struggling in Your Business? And we do take in calls, so watch for more information on that. Of course, you can get my Harrow book on Amazon, as Allison pointed out, Help a Reporter. It's called How to Get Free Publicity with Harrow. And my next group, Business Coaching, is in progress right now, so you can join today. It's designated for newer business owners who want to shortcut the time to success and profits. Learn more at nancygaines.com slash GBA. That stands for Gain Business Advantage. Until then, go out and gain the advantage
0: you've been listening to the nancy Gaines show where you can gain the advantage to schedule a vip strategy day or speed consulting session with nancy connect with her on her website nancygames.com that's nancy g-a-i-n-e-s.com on twitter nancy L. Gaines and on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.